Good afternoon, I'm Susie Nordquist and this is your News Fix for Wednesday the 7th of June. A bombshell revelation in the House over what happened in the Michael Wood saga. Wood has been stood down as Transport Minister after failing to declare Auckland Airport shares and then failing to sell those shares when asked to. Political editor Jason Walls with the latest. Yesterday, Chris Hipkins said the Cabinet Office had asked Wood to divest his Auckland Airport shares six times. But in the past hour, under questioning from National during Question Time, the Prime Minister has revealed he was actually asked to do so 12 times. Woods has apologised for the error, but National is calling for him to be sacked from Cabinet altogether. And National is painting a picture of dysfunction with Cabinet in the wake of those Wood revelations. Education Minister Jantanetti is also in hot water, being hauled before the Privileges Committee tomorrow, accused of misleading the House by not correcting a statement on school attendance stats. Stuart Nash was also recently fired for leaking confidential Cabinet information, while Mika Whaiteri has sent political shockwaves with her defection to Te Pate Māori. National's Deputy Leader Nicola Willis says ministers have been able to get away with too much for too long. What it tells me is that Cabinet Office itself, which is the Prime Minister's responsibility, is not enforcing what are really important rules. There is support for a new pay breakthrough for primary school teachers, but disagreement over the fine print. NZDI members have accepted a new collective agreement, including pay rises, more classroom release time and extra allowances for bilingual and cultural immersion teachers. Union members will also receive a one-off payment of $4,500 next month. Nationals Deputy Leader Nicola Willis says she's glad to see the agreement get over the line but is concerned about the payment to those union members. The corollary of that being people who, for whatever reason, decide they don't want to be a member of a union being financially punished by the government for that decision. New foodstuffs data shows retail crime in its North Island grocery stores has hit record highs. It reveals there were 3,285 retail crime incidents between February and April this year. That's around 37 incidents a day. Foodstuffs North Island Chief Executive Chris Quinn says the company has had to spend $8 million on security just for its North Island stores. He says retail crime is the worst they've ever seen. Former broadcaster turned anti-vaccine campaigner Liz Gunn has failed to appear in the Monaco District Court today, citing illness. Gunn and her cameraman were due in court after they both allegedly got into a scuffle with Auckland Airport security in February. They had been trying to illegally film family members who had been kept in lockdown after refusing the COVID vaccine. No information was available in the nature of that illness. Prince Harry is being forced to air his dirty laundry and his phone hacking case against the Daily Mirror. Newsweek's Jack Royston told the BBC he's being asked for personal testimony about family disagreements. One saving grace for both the royals and Prince Harry is that this case has been filed in Britain through the British courts has obviously not been televised. To sport now and a tense meeting with the commissioner has done little to quell angry PGA Tour players about the merger agreement with Liv and the Saudi Public Investment Fund. Caleb Clark is injured but the Blues will get Bowden Barrett back for their Super Rugby Pacific quarterfinal against the Waratahs on Friday night. I'm Susie Nordquist and that's your latest news fix. We'll be back with the next update tomorrow morning from the News Talk ZB newsroom.